What's happening? I am Mr. Marcus Griffin, your host. And you're listening to Confessions from an Attic with my co-host, her lovely little dolphin laughter in the background, Miss Lily. Did you know that I um, I was once called Flipper for a long time? Uh, and maybe they were making fun of me in a mean way. I thought it was hilarious. And so I let them do it out loud to the point where they got me sardines as like my congratulations done for the uh, the play because they were techies. And so, but for me, honestly, I actually like having guy friends to nag me. So like, I liked it. I thought that was funny. Like I was, I was happier to get a can of sardines after than flowers. I was like, "Why have you?" That was a well thought out, planned joke. <laughs> a well thought out, planned nickname. A well, like kudos to them for that. I'm just hoping it was a well thought out, planned uh, way of telling the story. Because I'm like, am I rambling? <laughs> like I, like. No, like nothing beats a well thought out scheme, and I'm the type. Even if if it's done well, as mean as harsh as it is, as it is, I'm all up for being the butt of the joke, or you know, vice versa, being the one that came up with it. I'm all for it as long as it's done tastefully and funny. I mean, I get I get it. You don't always get to decide, and it's only your perspective. But there's the thing. And, like, I think that there's one thing where, if, like, if it's a cheap joke and it's not funny and you're still trying to make it a thing and it's like, I'm so bored of this. I'm sad at how, I don't want to be attached to how boring this is. It is interesting. Because I laugh at what's funny. Mean isn't always funny. But sometimes mean is hilarious. <laughs> I think the one time I was mean, I told a girl in high school, we we're getting ready to leave the class, and I said, you'd be cute if you shaved that. Now, granted, <laughs> I didn't realize I'd have somewhat an audience, and someone looked back like, oh, shit, she does have a mustache. Now, they added to it, and as mm. funny as it was, I still was like, no, honestly, like I'd fuck with you if you shaved that. <laughs> that was a request. <laughs> a backward, a backhanded compliment. Like, like, do you know you're keeping it? Do you know you? Got Which is funny because I love that. Like, if that was legit, your plan of like, hey, baby, like, why would you? Why would you go out knowing you were gonna strike out? I expect oh, I, I kamikaze a lot of of relationships and I think it's your way of testing like I kamikaze it to where even though I remember walking up to some women and you go and you go I'm gonna say this I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say hey wow you are beautiful that's all thank you I'm out of here like wait what's your name nah I fucked up I didn't I saw you then I saw your car and I was like you're way out of my league 
before you even now, get a chance. Now, that's a gameplay sure. What's that? That's a gameplay for sure. But I'm talking about like. No, it really wasn't. I really, I mean, there was no plan thought out action after that. It was like, <laughs> I'm going to forcefully talk to you because you're, you're like, while you're. This beautiful. is all I have is a hey girl. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like, I have no follow up if you turn around and say, what's up? <laughs> like, this may sound mean. This, self, this may sound self deprecating, but I know my lane. I'm a mildly, when it comes to my picking women, it's mildly to a cute, mildly cute, so you could be very attractive what? if you fix these things. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, I want that on a shirt. Yeah, mildly like, I, like I, I don't go, like, tens, five, like, nine, tens, I'm not, like, I'm just like, wow, you are gorgeous to, to look at. But, like, conversation like i under i already there's something about me that goes i know what comes with trying to date you like i'm a i'm a i'm an impressive guy for a week maybe a two two weeks quick pause quick pause going back to mildly cute i i laugh because i realized why guys like dating shorter women it's not necessarily because they have that tall man complex. That is a, a bonus side effect. I think it's because if you if you saw us at a like right angle, we're mildly cute. But like the more helicopter you get, our angles are better. So that's really the okay, continue. I just had to get that out. <laughs> it's something about the confidence level that gets brought up when you just know, like, I'll flick you, you little <laughs> Bugaboo of a, I'll flick you like I'm powerful. Come up my beanstalk. No, but I feel like I feel like one of the reasons, a smart reason why you would kamikaze is so that if any girl actually does go, oh wait, what? And like parlays to that, you're like, you're obviously a level of crazy that I'm gonna fuck with, like can fuck with my, like, kamikaze energy. Yeah, my, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's just so much. Do this. It's so much as just staying in your lane. And, and it, and being okay with it. What? You know, <laughs> overachieving is underrated or overrated. Underachieving, you know, it's like, oh, wow, I did huh? that. I got to do that all the, like I already overachieved a lot of things that overcome to where overachieving another bar that's set. Overachieving just gets another bar that's set. And you're like, do you know how long it took me to get to that bar and master that? <laughs> you're like, I can't do extras. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll do it, but no timeline, please. I am trying to just achieve. And yes, um, to get to our topic. Topic? That's exactly what the um was. On, we're going to call this Can I Get a Witness Wednesday. <laughs> Can I Get a Witness? And I feel like we should just do that in between. If, if we make a good point, that's what we're going to say on the Can I Get a Witness? Can I Get a Witness to this? 
I usually don't talk about topical things, but I am fascinated throughout this week by what took place between Monique and DL Hugu. And this is where I'm like, I hope I don't lose you, Lily, as I talk as, and this, this sounds so crazy to say, but as I speak as a black person, as I speak as a black man, and I, I'm not saying I'm speaking for the whole community, but I am just, I, it's this nagging point, like at the roof of my mouth that goes, only black people do this to one another. And I could be wrong, but only black people go out of their way to embarrass to speak negatively, to call people out in a public eye, to just go ahead and bash one another. And for the life of me, I'm like, you know there are other people watching. You know there are our people watching. And what the hell? Like, I, I, I go through that because I'm like, this is... So I don't know if you know what happened. Monique was supposed to, I guess, headline at the Detroit Fox Theater. Now, in the contract, it says she's headlining. Apparently, D.L. Hoogley said, if she's headlining, I'm not doing it. And she proceeds to go on stage and just make a rant, call him a bitch ass, say his wife is sucking a coward's dick, saying he the D.L. stands for down low. I mean, just everything in front of audience I suppose it was somebody, you know, reference to Corey Holcomb said, of 22 to 2,500. Now, the people that are rooting and cheering this on, I'm like, this just condones that toxic behavior, that toxic, like, right on, sister, whatever the case you may be, where here's a person as a public figure that, in, in a sense, let's not, let's not, like, denounce her accomplishments because of her actions that day. But it is someone that can... Someone's a, somewhat alleged, someone that is a public figure, someone that somebody going to look up to and be like, see, if she could do that, then I could do that. She got this money or she got this fame and look it, she calling him out. Whatever the case may be, it just condones this type of behavior because somebody's going to say that's OK. And another person like myself says, no, it's not. It's, it's, it's always constantly like be professional. Be appreciative. Be grateful. Like, why are these simple things in life just missed? Okay, the contract wasn't honored. Look here. D.L. Hoogley did what D.L. Hoogley did. He threw his name in the hat and said, look, she headlining, I'm not performing. So it already goes to show you, as you said, oh, you opened up for the kings of comedy. I closed for the queens. Well, look, you're putting your place. D.L. rules over you. Don't blame DL. Blame the promoter that said, okay. He didn't tell DL, go ahead and walk because this is what we're doing and you don't run shit here. He let it go down. So you've been put in your place. Okay, he didn't like it, but just go ahead and murder the show. And I'm just like, can I get a witness to Ooh. anybody that just be like, yo, just if you see, just be appreciative and watch and just do your part. Just, just, just play your role. Stay in your lane. Play your role. Do what you need to do. Get that money or whatever the case may be. And I don't know if can I get a witness is is, is the same for this one. I'm just, I'm just like, did anybody else see what I saw? Well, no. I would like to just address 
the very first part of it where one, you said, I hope I don't lose you, Lily. Um, I like to call witness. Who is this uh, Lily to the stand? Because also uh, she felt like, well, if you didn't want to lose her, you don't want to start with the point at the roof of your mouth that like breaks because that's something I had uh, the palate extender done. So you lost me there because then you said you think it's just black people that embarrass each other, call each other out. No, that's most people because most people are insecure and have learned that pulling at ankles is a way to feel validated. And I understand, but where have you seen it in as far as a I know I might, like I said, I, I correct me. And I know you correct me that I'm wrong, but I'm saying give some other. I have empirical of- evidence. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's one, it's not just black people. It's, it's people, it's people. Like my, it's rare to find people that are genuinely have your yes, best interest say at heart. from a race issues where you've seen this. A race issues? Say from a race standpoint where you have seen this in other cultures, other races, other ethnicities. Hispanics. I have okay, been, I've been time. a buddy. In terms of like, you know when you're in a family group setting and they, they like, it's the call out. Like if you go to group like they do it within family they do it within and i don't mind that it's within the family that's family business i'm saying where they are publicly white around people. other people white people do it too and okay where they publicly bash other white people yes okay maybe, I, maybe i'm not family. aware is it on uh some white people bash social media media shit granted i'm not everywhere It's everything. Everybody's, it's more of like. Where do you see it most? Give me the platform. Give me the time. Recall the situation. I get, I'm not, see what I'm not trying to do is saying we're the only bad people. I'm saying we're the only people that exploit our shit so much or it's either shown that we exploit our shit that much. I do believe there's disgruntled everything and everywhere. I do believe there's all kinds. Yeah, so that is, uh, it's being used as a um, archetypes and stereotypes more. That's the issue. Because even if I'm saying, yo, that's a narrative where they want to create a divide. So they only show what we go through. If we know that, how about we just not go through shit publicly? And people mm-hmm. be like, y'all, that's impossible. No, it's not impossible. Because like I'm just saying to you right now, I've never heard anywhere else. I've never seen where Asians say they publicly don't fuck with Asians, bash what? Asians, little what? dick motherfuckers. Where have you seen what? that? I've seen uh, fights. Uh, Look, there was I've one comedian. I've seen fights in councils. In, I don't know if it's Korea. I've seen what? them throw the fuck down. I guess I don't understand the question. <laughs> because there's one Asian comedian that at this point, I don't know if I saw on YouTube or in person. Because you know when you just get to a point where you see so much comedy that you're like, I don't remember where that came from. 
but he was just bashing on other Asians. And I'm like, I don't even know most of this, like why that is something bad. You know what I mean? So like, it wasn't funny. It was just, let me tell you about them. And I'm like, okay, you know? Yeah, I, I'm- Is that looking, what I'm you're like, talking about? That's, I look at it, yes, but I look at it like that's comedy. You're gonna talk about yourself. No, but they weren't talking about themselves. They were bashing themselves. I'm what I'm saying as far as a, from a comedy aspect, you're gonna like Joe Coy gets on his family and does the stereotypical Filipino voice all day long. I'm not. No, it I'm, wasn't. It wasn't. I'm um, saying out of malice, not out of humor, out of malice. Because if that's the case, black people bash on white people all day long on the stage. Well, I actually think what's happening is I think that it's just so, it's so prominent in what we do in terms of, we're used to seeing the media talk like it and we're used to like have these narratives and these um that we're in this echo chamber. And so I almost think that there's people that they are not even aware of how autopilot it happens. Maybe. Are well, we going to talk firm about on what we're appreciative of them? That's why I say I lost. I probably lost. I stand firm on it. And maybe I lost a lot of people that all 11 of them, 11 of them that listen. But I stand firm on it. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I don't see any other race do that shit. And but you also said that you, women, you also said that you are women. not seeing everything. Huh? Like how, what, what have you gone looking for in terms of knowing that that statement is true? Have you, have you tried to see if life, others- I live life. I never see a white woman go, God damn it, I'm tired of Thomas Dayton's, these Keisha's, these Marlene's. You never hear white women say they get tired of white men dating outside the race. Where have you heard that? As I say it with tenacity, because I really was firm. I'm like, where the fuck have you heard that, Lily? I don't, I don't date white men, so I don't know. See, and that's what you do. It's okay to be firm on it. No, you've never fucking heard it. You ain't even heard it in a goddamn TV show, but you hear it on black people's shows. Oh, they want to get a white woman. You never hear any white woman say, "Oh, they want to get a black woman once they've made all their money." You know what I'm saying? What the uh-huh. fuck do you hear that? You never even hear white men go, "Oh, I." It would be funny, and it would be within reason. All of them. Black men are taking all our women. They're, and maybe you do. Maybe they feel that way. I don't. Maybe it's down south. Never fucking heard it. No. I've never heard of Asian. You you know what I'm saying? And granted, I don't be around Asian people. So I guess it, I'm limited. But I'm just <laughs> asking you, can I get a witness to where I'm like, have you ever seen... And I said it's unfair to you. 
Now nah, I don't know the history. I don't know how many cookouts you've been to or family events that you know. If you got a sister that's dating a black man, I don't. I'm just saying, I don't. That's <laughs> funny. I'm just saying that shit got to stop. I just don't. I don't understand. And the, the, the funny thing that I that I love about it, because I'm in this weird new ment- mental state, mentality, whatever the case. I, I just got a different outlook about things. Or even the bad I could appreciate. Because as Monique exposed or try to expose Dio Hoogley, something that we learned, or maybe some people just never learned. Hey, when you do that, it's almost like the you point a finger, three or point back at you. Once you did that, it also exposes you as well. Like, really? True. Really? She's sucking a coward's dick? The fuck? What the fuck <laughs> that got to do with anything? I, and this is where my mind goes, you know how many bitches have sucked some coward's dicks? Like, what the f- he's a He's a paid coward dick. Wait, so and is... what makes him a coward in doing comedy is one of the courageous things. And coming from where he came from with this, I'm if I go stereotypically, but he came from Compton. He made it out. He he based his family. He's raising his family. What the fuck do you see coward? All because he he said he's not gonna do it. That's his preference. He'd be more of a coward if he just sat with it and he swallowed it. If he didn't speak up, say anything. Actually, everything that you just said is now denounced because no, he played a bold ass move. He said, I ain't no coward, motherfucker. Fuck her. I ain't doing it if I don't headline this bitch. And then you called him a bitch-ass nigga for that shit. When all he did was expose your level of professionalism. Got under your skin. And that's why certain times, certain things, you got to just... you. I look at them as just their little test. How are you going to handle this? And I'm sorry, a Monique has failed every fucking time with her dealings with people. And this shit just kills me. And I'm nobody, obviously, but you know, I just say all that because I, I hope when, on the Can I Get a Witness Wednesday, I just hope, I really want to say in all of that that I said, where's the appreciation for one another? Just on a simple level of like you meet someone and they smile and you're like, I appreciate they smiled at me. Yeah. Now it's like, well, he could have offered to help this, or they could have did this, or they could have did that. And he's like, why? Why the fuck do we feel like... Expectations. We deserve more fucking expectations. But what, why, what, what, in it? Like, I know entitlement. (laughs) I understand entitlement. And my thing with entitlement at times is... No one has earned that title. No one has earned what, like, I get it, you know? Monique won an Oscar, been on Queens of Comedy. But here's the honest thing. It's, it's confessions of an addict. Women ain't on the same. They're, WNBA ain't the same as NBA. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to say right there. Start there. I'm going to start right fucking there. 
You know, meaning, the only thing like <laughs> I can't say that. Wise, that's horrible, huh? Meaning, money wise, popularity wise, uh, product wise, everything. NBA whoops their ass up and down the fucking court. Everything wise. And I know that's hard to take. I mean, well, if you think about it, just on a uh, ratings point of view, it would be like, okay, well, who's into watching women's basketball? Like, first of all, I don't know. No, I'm just right. No, it's, it's a product that isn't going anywhere. Them motherfuckers make as much as I make a year. But I'm glad <laughs> that it exists. You know? I am too. It serves a purpose. <laughs> and I like watching. I like watching college. I like watching college softball. Most importantly. <laughs> I'll take college softball over college baseball any fucking day. I'm as sexist as they come. I'm, I'm, I am the, because like this is like if we go and I know this is one woman and I'm sorry that I'm going on this in the spanning. I promise we'll switch to another subject. This is one woman. <laughs> this is one woman. But I'm like that one woman is why the fuck some women ain't where the fuck they should be at. A man would have just handled it. All right, cool. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to murder this bitch. And you're going to wish that you didn't follow me. And we would just take the challenge. Challenge accepted. I don't care. Get my bread. But I still get my bread. All right, let's go. Won't even mention shit of it. Go out there and just do my thing. And I'm, I, I, I'm nobody. I'm nobody. Let me constantly say that. But I'm also in the constantly saying, this is why I'll be nobody. Because I look at the people that get to the places they get to as the somebodies, and they act like they fucking nobody. That's a fucking amateur-ass move to be like, I'm going to put all my shit out there. She did a 10-minute fucking rant on it. A 10-minute rant. For fucking what? That's 10 minutes that you get to use to, to, to build up positive, be positive, you know? You know what I love? The irony of, like, how long, like, you as a nobody right now, if you genuinely believe that you are a somebody someday, knowing that you have hours of rant, <laughs> you just... Like, you speak like you're nobody knowing that one day all of these things that are recorded are going to be like, oh, I didn't know. Man. <laughs> the Corinthians, and I mean Corey, they speak my sentiments. <laughs> this morning he goes, I'm the joker. And I'm like, I, I told you I'm the same. I wouldn't know what to do. With everything, and that's why I'm like, my nobody is because I know in deep down inside I'm somebody, but I like this. And that's Are all I'm kidding? saying with the can I get a witness? Can I get a witness that says, fuck that, I like me. Yeah. Fuck validation. I went and searched for that. And it's just, 
It doesn't exist. You'll, you'll keep having to go further and further. Yeah, you talk about chasing a dragon. If it's validation, ooh, the tassels, the hat, the the tassel hassle. You're like, here it is. I'm doing a uh, my girlfriend's. That's one time. People do not put enough emphasis on the appreciation of one time. It could always. It could also be zero times. How do people not look at the ladder? I don't understand that with all that's going on. And this is my rant to the world with all that's going on of people dying with they so which we've all witnessed death upon death. Just the showing up isn't like, oh, thank God. Just the showing up to be in somebody's present isn't embraced by a wholehearted hug. I challenge people that do listen. Wholeheartedly hug a motherfucker today. A hug uh, a stranger. As weird as they may feel, damn no, your stranger, my promise. Here's you. the thing. Don't just go up and hug a stranger. That could be <laughs> No, hug one wholeheartedly. And just <laughs> say out the wrong name exactly. just so it makes it seem like you know them. Just, oh, how you doing, Dave? I do not Sheila, recommend just in case you're transitioning. God, nice to meet you, Sheila. <laughs> Nobody actually do this. This is just a joke. Do it. <laughs> Don't do it. I challenge you. This part of my <laughs> this is make it right club. Make it right club. That's all I'm. I'm all about. Make it right. Give me the solution to make, make it, it right? right. What are you saying? Make it right. Make what? it right. Make it right. <laughs> make it right, man. Why do we get so sad? It's so much satisfaction on just. Living in turmoil, grief. It's like we wear it as shields. You don't know what I've suffered. I don't want to fucking know. Why do you hold on to it? Now I'm wanting to bring shit back around. I'm like, hey. How do we like hey. I, I bring it around where I'm like, hey, you, you really like me? You remember that time when you left me and I was the last kid at school? I'm just, you know, like, Eh, just a joke. I don't know. But it's like, man, like with all that you think we see got going on, it'll be, and I'm going to be that individual. When I go to my show Monday at Big Shots in Lancaster, <laughs> if the two or three people that's in Lancaster, please come on down. <laughs> but I, I literally like it, to start on my show. 11. <laughs> I literally like to start on my show. I appreciate every single one of you. Because man, man, we could be in some other place. Yeah, and and we will be eventually because right now we're in this place, and then later we'll be in another place. <laughs> Damn! I, I wish I hit that same joint that you just had. That'd have been so fucking powerful. <laughs> if I was high. I'm like. Here's the thing. Wow, so, you talking about an alternate universe? No way. Well, no, I'm and talking I was just about reading on where, that. No, here's here's where I've been realizing that I spend so many of my nows in the future. 
right? If you ever see me zoning out, it's because I have projected myself into the future of, okay, how would I actually get those pallets out of the alley? And I'm actually like figuring out how I would do it. And then what are the logistics of happening? And I'm not actually like, and that's what I did while I waited for the karaoke machine to fix itself. Like, you know, I don't get bored. I get solutions. And it's because you're bored to get solutions to come to you. Yeah, like, I don't, you're like, why would I waste this I idle like, time? I feel like I live in my boredom. Yeah, I'm like, okay, bye. Like, let me go solve a future problem. Right. But no, most definitely. Sometimes truly being able to just be so present in your now and appreciate it um, because later this will not be able to be your now. You can't just stay in this one now forever. Definitely. That's, that's captured. Definitely. And, and that but, is what I, that's, that's, that's so perfect. That's that's so. I just look at relationships like that. Like, look, this is not permanent. I don't know how to say to you, this too shall pass, without putting the concern on the actions or the whys or what are you gonna do or how you feel. You know what I mean? This too shall pass. Yeah. All I can tell you. The only thing constant is change. I love your you, you little quote bumblebee you <laughs> how are your mini bees doing anyway so i'm sorry that was loud um <laughs> i got excited we have a new because i don't know if you realize but people are going i don't know if i could commit to a beanie going into summer which i appreciate that kind of customer that I'm willing to, when I commit to this beanie, it will be a commitment. And I'm like, you know what? Let me help you out. Uh, I have said none of this to an actual person other than right now. But um, my friend makes headbands. Like that's actually how it started was She's always made these little headbands that she wears. It's like kind of her signature look. And I told her, I was like, this is, this is our spring summer uh, line. So we're going to have to really get on it because their hand, like we do loom the beanies. And so it's, um, we have to hand make these. So they're going to be harder to get pumped out. So I'm hoping to get them launched by at least a couple more hot months before it gets into October. So that's what, what what's going on. And then also um, I need to reach out to, I've got some really good connections um, with working with bees. And so I just, it's, it sucks because when you have, okay, so now I want to switch from just talking about like being a beekeeper of, of Beanie Bees to now just in general of like the entrepreneurship part of life and like trying it. And like, it's funny because I want to pull it back to 
talking about um, people that are like insecure and like need to pull at ankles to feel validated. And like, um, I realized like one, I've been doing a lot of, again, the self-investigation and like realizing how hard it is to pull your bootstraps up when you have people that are like constantly pulling them down and like, just to tie it back to like, I think what's a great way of, um, combining what you were saying about how, how often, how often do your, your bootstraps fall on your own volition because like you didn't do something. And then how often do you have someone in maliciously pull at them? And how often do you have someone like microaggressionly pull at them? Because like case in point, I have family that like, while I am while they have said like, Hey, you know, if you need me, I'll help you, you know, like, cause I don't have a car right now. And, but in doing that, I have to endure this like level of, I don't know why you're doing this. So you don't know anything about business. And I'm like, first of all, I have to deal with my own self doubt but I've got to this level of like doing it that like, it's hard for you to tell me, I don't know nothing about business. Now it's weird that the same people that'll pull at your bootstrap will offer no suggestion. It's not like, Hey, I see you know nothing about business. Maybe you should take some courses. Maybe you should like, do you have a book or here? I, send me links of, you know what I mean? But to just yank at a a bootstrap and walk away, why would you do that? I don't know. And that's my simplest answer. I don't know because these same people will actually, and that's why it's just a a subconscious response to, it's like the subconscious response to just not them, it's just, it's a subconscious response to them not believing in themselves. It's almost yeah, like so them being the training, insecure. But they find a way to knock yours because theirs never happened. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because a person that never dreamed big, they'll never be able to understand what dreaming big is. All they see in Dreaming Big is not too many people actually get to see their dream come true. That's only narrative they know. And that's just, you know, that's yeah. just because they never dreamed that big. They just follow the, tra- the traditional robotic, get a job, save money, get a 401 exactly. get a good career, get this, get that, live, get this house, get this. Because it could be somebody's dream to just live in an RV and tour the whole country. And that could be them making it. But somebody would be like, that's, ah, what do you get a, you know? Yeah. It's like happiness. I don't understand that. Happiness is like the last thing you should be searching for when it comes to living in the United States. (laughs) That's for New Zealand. (laughs) Huh? Happiness is for Kiwis. (laughs) Happiness is what? 
happiness is Perkinese, would you say? No, it's happiness is New Zealand. I guess. I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I just, it's the funniest shit. It's the funniest thing is I'm like, happiness is just like, if you're happy at the end of the day, you had a good day. Why does that have to be at the end of the day? It can't be at the start. It can't be throughout the whole. It can't be. Happiness can't be forever. It's almost like they teach you that. You think and that's that why I look be. at every situation with a smile. I have to. You're the Joker. Nah, <laughs> he, he, he's on a whole nother sociopathic level. I'm, I'm like, I wonder if that, I wonder what would have happened if this happens. You know what I'm saying? I'm a wonder like, oh, that's, you know? Well, I don't, because you did say earlier that you are like the Joker. You wouldn't know what to do if you caught your own tail. Yeah, just on that. Just on that. I'm a dog chaser. Oh, just on that one. <laughs> I love how someone like, can he's be. like, I'll kill everybody on the, he already knows, he'll kill everybody on the bus. I just want to chase the bus and be like, hey, everybody, I caught a bus. That's all. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? You Speaking of bus, okay. I, I, I know what I, I, I know it, if I caught a bag, literally, if I caught a bag in my comedy career, I know I know what I'd do. Oh, easily, I'd, I'd I'd be so quick to give it away, but give it away in a right way. I told you, I'd, I'd, I'd set up, I'd set up an X fund. I set up a single <laughs> mother's foundation. And I, I'd buy a horse. I definitely, oh, I would buy a fucking horse. Wait, like one that you would make race or oh, one to just pet? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I love how, like, charity, charity, and then PETA is going to be like, and then I it goes, like <laughs> and that's my balance. Charity, charity, yeah. and then just give it away because I gamble. That's <laughs> all I want. Yeah. I mean, it is something to be said for people that are great savers and pass things down. You know, that money goes from generation to generation. That is something inherited wealth. Yeah. <laughs> there is some there is a lot to be said about inherited wealth. I mean, I actually that's, thought about that's it. That's like yesterday. a whole I, other I episode that has to be an episode. I, I don't worry about the future. It's fucked up. I just worry how long my mom's gonna live. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to. I'm just meaning, like, I think about shit where my woman's like, we'll never have a house. I'm like, we got my mom's house. What the fuck are you talking about? You know? And <laughs> I'm not looking for like expiration dates. You know, I'm just, it's that comfort of, oh, it's that comfort of knowing it's going to be paid off when she's alive. And it's the comfort of knowing. <laughs> If it's in my name, I'm selling that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like it's it's the comfort of knowing, like eventually I have close to a million. Like no, I'll be a million, like I don't know what the fuck I'll do with all that shit. Oh goodness, we gotta get you passive income. But yeah, I just I I I look up with the can I get a witness, and I just go. Is anyone else seeing this shit? 
And can anyone help me through this? And the answer is no. Is it just me? It's, it's just possibly Lily as I just rant and rave. <laughs> Which is funny because, like, imagine a, like, <laughs> I feel like that's how the show would start in terms of the one where uh, I'm the imaginary friend where you're like, can I get, like, you're in a dark room, you're just in solitude and you're, it. Can I get a witness? And I was like, is it just me? And you're like, oh no, I've unlocked the uh, imaginary oh. friend. Anyway, um, while I was waiting to receive, oh my gosh, can I? So I started this episode laughing because I thought it was so hilarious at how we started the episode. <laughs> Can I give you the subtext and context of why I was laughing? Please give it to our listeners. Okay. Well, I was, and and can can I can I give it to you as well? Because <laughs> that, that doesn't necessarily mean that you will be listening. <laughs> um, but it was funny because I saw that it was uh nine nine oh six, and I was like that would be a really good time for us to like, that's our show time or whatever that we launch is nine Oh six. Um, and I was like, what is nine? Um, what's nine plus nine. And um, I was like, Oh crap. I don't know right away. And then I went to go like, go to my calculator app and I was like, I can't believe I don't know this right away how could I know this right away? And then I like looked at the math differently. Cause like, have you seen how kids are looking at math now? It's so different. It's all about like trees and breaking down the numbers. Right? There's a lot of trees and fractals. And I was like, oh, okay, wait a minute. I could do that in my head. And then I was like, okay, there's fives. Like I, when I hold up a nine, I have a five and a four. And I was like, all right, that's 10 and eight. Oh my God, I just did that in my head. And I was like, that didn't exist when I was younger. And I'm wondering where the fuck you get the eight from. The four and four. Oh, that's how they do it? I don't know. But that is pretty but awesome. Works. <laughs> I am not but ready. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, what's cool is that like the other day and these, so this is just while I was waiting, I was like, what am I appreciative? Cause I knew that appreciation was going to be our topic. And so, um, this is not something I thought about then, but I thought about it. now I had someone show me, like I played pool for, with my friend cause it was her birthday and I don't know how to play. I'm bad at it. Da, 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 da. I'm just happy that I don't get the black ball in or the white one or whatever, you know? And um, I didn't know how to set it up. And someone showed me and she's like, I didn't get it either. But if you do it the color wheel way, it works. And I was like, wow, I've never had someone explain something to me like so fat. Like that was like a YouTube video in real life. That was amazing. 
Like, and I love moments like that. I really am appreciative of people that I can like learn from and have a different way of looking at things so that I can like, I need different brains around me, if that makes sense. Definitely. Um, also, I came up with, an, with two episodes of just things that I want to write, which will I? I don't know. Um, also, was there a song in the style of Eminem's Forgot About Dre called Forgot About Jeeves? Does that exist? Um, I'm not sure. Cause I go like I tried to find it on YouTube and it I didn't see it and I was like, is there gonna be a part of our show where I'm just like, is this a Mandela effect? Why do I feel like this is real? Is this something that, like, I know I've saw uh, the Pete Davidson Lawrence forgot about Dre like, blah blah blah. So no, I know Pete that Davidson that can- is quitting uh, SNL. You know, I is, do not know why SNL is such an afterthought on my like go to of comedy shows. Much I love comedy, I never really got into SNL ever. And I love Daryl Hammond's real friend. <gasps> Daryl Hammond, dot dot dot. And I see clips of the Adam Sandler, and I like. I dug it when he was going after Brent. I like, I like Jordan. But yeah, Mad TV in Living Color. Adam, David, and Chris when they were combos, like they would have been fun to hang out with. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm a big Adam Sandler (laughs) fan because I'm like. I love that he goes from some some abstract art to here's something like his art would be like the Mona Lisa to drawing stick figures, and you're both you're entertained by both. You're like that's that's fucking awesome. Big Daddy was a masterpiece. Yeah. Say what you will, it blew him the fuck up. It was a masterpiece because it was somewhat all of everything that he encompasses, and there's something to be said about. Someone that really is himself all the time. And That's he's actually talking about yeah. some legendary people. I feel like Adam Sandler is legendary because he pulled off. He, I mean, a damn the golf guy. He went down <laughs> the line of golf. The golf guy. Happy Gilmore was fucking amazing, <laughs> and then he had fifty first dates. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, yo, this is a charming. Mother- you know what I'm saying? Like, what's your favorite Adam Sandler movie? Go. I really, it's one of my first times seeing him. I really enjoyed him in Bulletproof. <laughs> and I know you don't know what the fuck it is. That's what I said. I lose it. That's where he was um, with Damon Wayne's. Exactly. Disneyland. Like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you said if he's a cop, it, no, let me get this right. You said if he's a cop, you'll suck my dick. That's that's what you said. Oh no, I I don't think you heard me. I said nope, nope. That's what you said. 
I just love that that's your favorite. Because it's just... <laughs> I'm I'm that guy. Like, first, our favorites. <laughs> that's actually Fucking a Arnold great Schwarzenegger, head. Predator. Predator and Twins are probably my favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Out of all of them. <laughs> Hold on. I'm, I'm a loyal motherfucker. I'm hard. Like, it's hard. Like... God damn it, Land Before that Time. That would be a great double feature. Land Before Time tops anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, any cartoon, Land Before Time, man, he lost his mom. That's the saddest. I didn't even fuck Bambi got his mom shot or whatever. No, Land, Land Before, Before Time? time Land, Bambi yanked your, your tear chain once. Land Before Time was like, how many times can we make these kids cry? I'm well, thinking it. Like, I feel like Disney been preparing us just as much as The Simpsons. Disney just took it to the family. You're going to lose one of your parents when you're younger. It just happens. He, when, when Littlefoot licked his mom's shadow, because it was actually his shadow, and oh my God. And like the grandpa was all, oh, oh that was actually Land Before Time. They were telling, they were telling us this is what life is going to be like for the future. You'll lose With one of your parents pets. right off the right off the rip. When you're younger, you're gonna lose one of your parents. It does look like you're gonna they're either gonna get divorced or uh you never had it, or uh you know, death. I always there was a post because it said two people that don't like each other made a baby. And that baby is now responsible for all these bills. Just doesn't seem fair. And I was like, that is hilarious. Two people fuck as if two people fuck as if we should be grateful to be here. But then before we could even get a chance to be grateful, them two left, you know, for the most part. And then you, which they told you, it is not you, we didn't break up because of you. But then at the same time, those people goes, but you're broken because of them. You know what I'm saying? But you never can, you never can really communicate that as a child. You never can go, I'm broken because you, oh, don't blame me. No, I'm, it's, it's not blame. It's an observation that's true. It can only be true. Like the family structure is broken. No more mom, no more dad. Like, I look at certain imagery, and I'm like, we live through some shit. And then at the same time, the shit we live through, we'll let the littlest shit affect us as if the other shit didn't. You know what I mean? More words. Like, like, you'll, like a situation example, because I don't want to say you, and I don't want to act like I'm generalizing. A woman would be more upset that the boyfriend lied about fucking somebody than fucking somebody. You know what I'm saying? The big thing is he fucked somebody. You're mad that he lied about it? Like, people will be up in arms over that. Oh, you're a liar? I can't trust you? Oh, so you forgot about me fucking somebody. Perfect. All right, I'll stop lying. Don't <laughs> well, say nothing about fucking anybody. I think the lie that the girl in this situation is referring to is more of use. The lie was 
the relationship. We were supposed to be exclusive. And now I can't trust you because you lied. We weren't exclusive. That's the lie that she is the most hurt about. It's not the lie that you tried to hide it because obviously don't let me see, you know, even that. The ex- yeah. <laughs> I'm the person that goes so because I fucked somebody no more. <laughs> You're like, obviously. <laughs> Why are you pointing out shit? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's still <laughs> us. <laughs> it's just amazing. I, I, I guess that, you know, I'm just saying. And that's the I'm thing is, saying, I feel like. We... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make no sense at all as I was trying Not to put a person out there. And that's what I got to I... acknowledge. I guess. You know, you know when the Mad Hatter can point out that you don't make no sense. <laughs> we got, we got a problem. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get high more often. No, off my, I think I'm gonna go back to my edibles and shit because that's when I was at my best. I was most focused, and I feel like well, it's going down it, next week. I think that here's so okay. Here's where me and you are bonded. We have very similar brains. Whether what that means exactly, who knows? Because they're inside our heads, and that's one thing I will never get to actually see is my brain like in person. It's you know. But you rather um, see it on drugs? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, actually, like I don't like thinking of what the inside looks like and smells like is gross to me. Like. To know that there is a person who, like, their lifelong dream is to cut a human open and just poke about makes me go, what? (laughs) So, like, I understand how there's people out there that would go, your lifelong dream is to stand on stage and make noise. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) So, I get it. We're different feathers. But they're all important. Uh... Because, like, it would look weird if a peacock had just the pretty feathers and nothing else. Like, maybe that's terrifying. I might have to investigate with my um, Photoshop later. But I digress. Uh, I wanted to talk about more things that we were appreciative of. And I realized. Uh, in this room that I am taking for myself to record this cast right now is uh, wood grain, ceiling and walls. And like, have you ever just looked at wood grain and seen like, there's, there's a lot of art in like natural wood. And I'm appreciative of that because that would mean that even if we get to a world of um, like artifice, artificial art, as long as there's trees, there's probably not going to be trees. <laughs> the future sounds great. 
I'm appreciative of the fact that I've come to a place where I could uh, just listen to your rants. <laughs> As am I, sir. little things, just just those. Like that's why I just want all my. As we bring stuff to a close, I just, I just want people to get to the witness part and then <laughs> smile about it. I want you out there to just see something that say something doesn't make sense to you at all, and even it's just it just 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 opposite it up. Do the opposite. Don't hug someone without asking consent. Hug a stranger. Hug a stranger. Hello. Hello. <laughs> As we did like our phone conversation, some came through. No, seriously. I, I, I'm like, it. It could be your mom. Hug your mom today. That could be a stranger to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You could have been put up for adoption, uh, or you just never took the time to know her. And really understand her. You could be strangers with the people that you live with. Um, Just saying. But as we wrap this up, I don't know what we accomplished today. And that's fine. We accomplished being appreciative of things. Be, be appreciative. Be professional. Be professional for yourself. Know what you want to look like. Know what you want to be like. And, and ask yourself, are you... Are you like hold yourself to a higher standard, even if it's just, you know? I like the way how you. I like how you said that because it kind of sounded like a backhanded compliment. Be professional for yourself. Like, no, I was just Steve Harvey. He was talking about owning suits, and I'm like, I think I want to own a suit one day. I need to own a suit, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I want to get on that. Get me a blazer, like Lily suggested. I think that's going to be the reinvention of me. And Cosby sweaters. Nah, fuck that. I ain't Cosby. <laughs> he ruined it. Yes. <laughs> but you, hey, all my listeners, all the people that do, we appreciate you. Hit me at marcus.griffin68 at yahoo.com. Or Wait, you can go to Marcus. Instagram, Marcus M. Griffin. Hit me, book me uh, this week. Next week, I'll actually be back on stage. Uh, Kings Brewery, June 8th. Kings Brewery, that's in Rancho Cucamonga. Dope lineup with my favorite comedian, Dick Salas. <laughs> Sorry for the laugh when you listen, Dick, but I don't think you do, so fuck you. But anyway, uh, thank you for the book. I already know I'm prepared to go first. And see, I'm not going to have any problems. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't know the fucking people I'm with. And even if I did, I heard Matt Cole's very funny. Come check out Matt Cole. Oh, another good person I like. Just being facetious. Brivis Dunlap, which I'm pretty sure he's the headliner. His dick just going to rave about how funny and great and blah, 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 blah. But anyway, come out. Kings Brewery, you can see some crazy, hilarious comedy. Um, yeah, it'd be nice to see you guys at a show, the people that do listen. Because, hey, feedback is much appreciated. And then June 12th. I am at a car show, what I'm sure is going to be with a lot of Mexicans. And I'll just wait and see and hear if someone's not going to fuck with Carla anymore. Or if Carla's done with Jose's bullshit because the free Jose's is too free. 
I don't fucking know. But I'll make note of everything and all of you and try to improve y'all lives every day. Lily, where are you going to be at this week? <laughs> you catch your I... Starbucks on Friday. <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's so true. That's not a lie. I was like, I'm so glad that I don't think he's even going to ask because nowhere. Yay. <laughs> Please, if anybody, if you want to be a full-time chauffeur for Lily, <laughs> pay you $75 a week and she'll give you a free beanie. Who knows? Or a headband. Who knows? I mean, we'll work it out. They... It's a joy. And I pray for you to find some means of transportation. I just want to put that out there in the universe. You know the scene in Maleficent where she wakes up and her wings have been cut and she's like, oh, that's the gift that plays in my heart every time I need my car. Well, I hope that your wings get there in the version of an engine. And everybody, thank you for listening. Have a good sea day. Bye. Bye. Bye.